get caught on uh, jumpers. And sweaters and, and sweaters. jumpers. Yeah, we say jumper, yeah. A jumper. Not sure why. Don't know why. Don't understand no, that I one. I actually don't know either. I don't, I don't, that's <laughs> yeah. actually a really weird one. It's not a thing you jump in. No, sweater makes sense. Like, <laughs> warms you up. <laughs> I just no idea where jumper comes from. Well, <laughs> you call wellies wellies, don't you? No. Uh, those are rain rain boots, right? Is that a rain yeah. boot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought, okay. Yes, wellies. Wellington boots. Yeah. No, those are just rain boots for us. Okay. I like wellies more. Wellies is really funny. cute. Like, we should definitely yeah. call them that. Wellies. I think that, like... There are a lot more cute terms that you guys use. Like, we don't say wellies. They're just, we yeah. just have to be like, you mean rain boot? You mean, yeah. like, <laughs> there's no cute things. Even just down to like, uh, what was on? <laughs> like, you could just say jubilee. We've already been over this, but like. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were talking about this. Yeah, jubilee. Jubilee. Yeah. I would look around. Classy jubes. Yeah. There's just a lot more cute terms. Yeah, I think that there's just. There is, it's such an old English, like it's, it is quite a posh thing as well, I think, like to the way that certain words get shortened into like these like diminutive sort of like nicknamey. Yeah. It's, it's, I associate it with such like a public school thing. And by public school, I mean like the poshest of the posh here public school is like the poshest school right that's so funny um i think i've, ex- I've explained yeah, this to you yeah, like it goes yeah. public school and then yeah so public school is at like the poshest school and i feel like there's something really public school about um everything having like a cute nickname because it's kind of hiding it's because it's like these are all these really like posh important people that will go on to be like prime ministers and are like sons of dukes and yeah. stuff um so they can get away with everyone calling them Jonty or something. And it's like, oh, Jonty, also known as, you know, Jonathan Alcott the third, yeah, Lord of that's Aldebray true. or something. So like it's it's such a it is it's such a, a posh thing. And then a lot of those like, yeah, diminutives sort of nicknames, nicknames for things. Come yeah. from that. And then also like anything anything that feels too crude gets. So like, like, if, like saying, I remember like posh friends parents telling me that like asking to go to the toilet or to the bathroom is rude like mm-hmm. you say go to the loo yeah because it's like euphemistic it's like leaving something to the imagination like you couldn't possibly guess what i'm going to do in there <laughs> like, so it's um yeah i feel like it does i feel like it comes from that and i know like a lot of those really posh schools have traditions and rituals that have sort of like cutesy names yeah that aren't cute like i think in eton they call it i I think it's called like the the pops or the popping Uh is it a verb yeah like you'll be like oh like we're going we're like oh yeah the popping but it basically just means when like the older students like bully the younger students oh and like that's like the ritual it's, of like uh, it's kind of like an issue like initiation style yeah, yeah we call it hazing <laughs> yeah kind of like a hazing yeah. even that's cuter than hazing yeah oh yeah it sounds adorable but it's yeah. actually like a bunch of older students like smacking a bunch of 12 year olds with their canes yes. or something oh. heinous. so love it you know. hey that's something we share as you know two different places people are still yeah. bullies yeah i just feel like you'll like walking around in london there would be something called like knobby hill 
And you're like, That's, <laughs> what? Nothing's <laughs> named that here. The hills don't have names. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a thing that's funny. Like a lot of your... You have a lot of like um, street names, street place, streets that are numbers. Like you do... Yeah, some. That's like Depends a thing. on the place. Yeah. Like that's, there's, that's not a thing here anywhere in England. Oh, really? You never get like a third street. No, ever. Oh. Ever at all. Everything has a name. Yeah. Most have... It, it's kind of split. It's like there are a lot of street names, but also, yeah. Like I live on... I can't, I'm not gonna say my address on, on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I live on a number. Um, yeah. But I haven't always. I'm trying to think like not where I live now, but a family member used to live on like Nettleton Avenue. Yeah. You know, it's just so like whimsical and English yeah. sounding. The Fairy Glens Alley. Like, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure. Oh, don't, I mean, look, when you get to Ireland, yeah. that's when you really get like the fairy glens so and all of those things. Ugh. Like literally there is a place called the fairy glens. Yeah, yeah. There's in one Ireland. in Scotland yeah. as well. Yeah. Which is where like, I thought of it. But... <laughs> the Celts love that stuff. So you it's definitely so cool. get some of, some of that there. I love when places are named after what you think they are. Where you're like, this looks like fairies would live here. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's, yeah. it's, <laughs> we've always thought that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure anyway um yeah how's 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 percy how's she is actually she's been so good really the last few days i'm like is it has it happened because people say about bengals like they're kind of insane until Mm -hmm. the age of three and then they calm way 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 down and they're actually like sweet little pals and for the first two years of Percy's life a bit of me was like have I made a horrible mistake because (laughs) when she's good she's so good like she's so much fun and she's so sweet and so affectionate and I love her with my whole heart yeah but when she's bad I literally am like I don't know what to do with you you're so (laughs) naughty um but yeah the last kind of month I'm like oh my god maybe it's happened yeah maybe we're like and even the things that she um I think were probably partly my poor cat parenting. Like, for example, she's always been pretty, like, um, she's not very good at retracting her claws. Oh, yeah. Right? Millions and I think well, yeah. that, so sometimes she'll go to play with you and I'm like, you, you, you've injured me because <laughs> yeah. your claws are still out. Like, I know you're not trying to be aggressive. Yeah. But that hurts. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that was because she... I mean, I've so, so I got Percy when she was 11 weeks. Yeah. Um, and some, I, I have since heard some people say you could leave, you should leave Bengal kittens with their mums for like 16 weeks. Whoa, really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, just because like, because they are so smart and so like rambunctious, giving them that extra time with their mums um, is like more time for them to like learn manners, right. essentially. Yeah. Cause um, like, and, and also with the other kittens, I can imagine like you learn that claws hurt from totally clawed. exactly yeah. and I, so I think maybe yeah she could have done with a few more weeks with her family yeah uh, but now she's got really good at like not not putting out her claws when she's playing she'll still do it a little bit with strangers but I think that's slightly intentional yeah she's, <laughs> she's still being like just give me my time yeah. to get used to the fact that you're here um, <laughs> but no she's been she's been very well behaved we've recently our place is two bedrooms mm-hmm. and we're 
in the process of trying to turn our other bedroom into something like more of a functioning study because mm-hmm. it was kind of just glorified storage space up yes. until now. Yeah. Um, and so we've moved, we've got her like a little cat treat in here. Uh-huh. And it's just so sweet. Like I'll sit in here working and she'll like come in and she'll potter around and then she'll go to sleep in her new cat tree. And it's just, it's very cute yeah. where she kind of like curls and like we, it's not even new. It's like old mm-hmm. and she had it as a kitten and then she just kind of stopped playing with it. But it's like now it's in here. She's like, oh yeah, this thing, this thing is cool. Yeah. I like it. It's comfy. Yeah. I'm going to sleep here. Aww. Also, it's got to be kind of fun for her to be like, oh, I can, now I'm in here. Look at yeah, this. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Like new space. Yeah. <laughs> and also this room gets a lot of light. And she love like, I think, like, obviously all pets, like, love to, to appricate. Yes. So, Percy, like, the sunlight will come in here. She will just, like, lie on the floor, stretch out so long, Aww. like a sl- stretched slinky. Yeah. And just, like, she just looks so blissful. It's so <laughs> cute. Like, it's when they close their eyes in the sun. Yeah. So appreciatively. It's so cute. Just like, it's <sighs> so cute. Yeah. It's really <laughs> like, right now. Same. He's always doing it. Is he? Yeah. He, Cricket you. does love to appricate. He lo- he, every day he goes and he has his little like, well, but just be like, where'd, where'd Cricket go? And he just find him laying in his little sunspot. Like, oh, hey, I'm just having my me time. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. How's up? How the They're the boys, good. The girls, They're, how are they? Everyone's good. Um, My washing machine uh broke. Yeah. And cur- right now... Uh, both dogs are really stinky because they really need a bath, but I haven't had any clean towels to dry them with. Oh, I had so like, we stressful. had our two towels left and I was like, okay, well we need these for us. And so I keep just being like, I'm, this is, I think the stinkiest my dogs have ever been. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like, normally I don't notice like, yeah, they smell like dogs, whatever. But like right now I'm like, oh my God. I think because it also rained. So they have like yeah, wet, dog smell. wet dog smell. And so I've just got two stinky boys laying in my bed um, and a broken washing machine. But we're fine. Oh, that is annoying. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get it fixed because um, I hate going to the laundromat more than almost anything. Um, why why do you hate it because i think that is there not something that appeals about the idea of being able to because they're so big those machines yeah surely you could just get like everything done in one go and then you You can't i just think it's a very awkward chore to have to do because you can't it's time consuming but there's nothing to do like so you go you put your laundry in and then you're like okay well now i have 30 minutes what do mm. I do for that time? Because they're not always in like, you know, sometimes there's something nearby that you can do. But if there's not, they're like, do I go home? And then like for 10 minutes and mm. then go back to, to switch it over. And then when you do put it in the dryer, then you have like an hour and you're like, okay, now I have an hour to kill. Like, I just don't, it's really hard for me to manage the time of it. Cause I don't like yeah. the laundromats themselves are not like nice to hang out in. They're like, yeah. you know, super fluorescent lights and, lots of people and you know i just like that part of it i'm just like never sure what to be doing (laughs) no i i I have full sympathy i've done it once yeah and it was i just it it our laundry reached a point where i was like i actually just need to get all of this done in one go yeah because the 
it just what it just feels like we're not ever making a dent in it and i hate it i hate it so much yeah. we've talked about this before how much i just hate laundry yeah. i hate it so much it's never ending you're never finished because you're always wearing clothes <laughs> it, it upsets me every time i'm like oh look the laundry's really low and then in like a day and a half it's, it's up again it makes immediate. me so angry and then and then you you think it's low and then you have to do like a sheets and towels yeah. wash yeah. and then suddenly your clothes wash is huge again i hate it yeah. i hate it so much yeah so I took it to the, I, I went to the, we call it the laundrette here. Oh yeah. So I went to the laundrette and did all of it. But the thing that was the hardest was like, I went on my own because uh, yeah. um, Michael was away and just, it was raining <laughs> that day. And I had like, so, like double my body weight in clothes yeah. in two suitcases <laughs> and was just, and for like for people that haven't seen me in real life i'm five foot four on a good day yeah. like i am not a big human being i am not i have the upper body strength of a kitten and i was just <laughs> dragging these enormous suitcases of clothes in the rain <sighs> just like in such a bad mood so i do it is a cursed yeah. job like i hate it yeah i wish i could find a way of like romanticizing it but every time i go i'm like nah, i don't want to do this <laughs> Oh my god, totally. Um, yeah. So this is Comfort Creatures. Uh <laughs> every week we talk about the laundry. Um, <laughs> um no, I do want to say we the Max Fun Drive has come to an end. Um and we just wanted to like thank everybody for such a fun yeah. first first drive for us. We received 103 uh new upgrading and boosting members, which is great for us. We truly we were like maybe we'll get 10 and that's plenty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm so th- I'm so thrilled. Right? Like when I saw those numbers, I was like, "What? 103 people?" Because I <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, you just don't have a sense of of any of it, mm-hmm. do you? Really, when you do a podcast. Yeah. So I was just so happy, like so thrilled. Yeah. So if you participated, people. thank you so much. We are going to get you. Um, we're going to do a movie watch along, and we'll figure out what we're going to watch still, and yes. uh, we'll do. We're going to do our bonus. Uh, drunk book rant episode um at some point too we got to coordinate what day so that i can be drunk in the middle of the day um (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah thank you so much it was genuinely such a fun drive also like i really really enjoyed it and seeing everyone um saying nice things is great and yeah yeah it's so cool so thanks um as for today's episode um we are going to i realized uh, April 6th is National Siamese Day, um, and which is already cool. But my Siamese cat that I'll talk about more when we get in there, uh, his birthday was April 5th. And I was like, wow. that's a crazy coincidence. So I want to talk. I did some fun. I did some research on like the cats themselves, but also I found some really cool um, kind of old fables and things about Siamese cats that I really liked. So okay, we'll do that. And of course, we have our ready pet. Oh, cool. Uh, Ella, do you do you have any Siamese cats in your life? I don't. I've always been obsessed with them. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a lot of mythology around yeah. them. Isn't yeah. There? Um, there was a book I read when I was younger called The Improbable Cat. Ooh. I think it was by. I think it's a Terry Pratchett. Oh. I have to look it up. I think it's a Terry Pratchett. Um, and I think the cat in that was was a Siamese cat. And so I've always been a bit like, oh, wow. Oh, Alan Alberg. Alan Alberg, is that how he wrote it? Mm-hmm. Apparently. It's a brilliant book. I'd really recommend yeah. it. Okay, um, and yeah, the cat in that was Siamese. Yeah. And 
so ever since then I've thought they were like you know beautiful and yeah yeah they're gorgeous. And mystic- mystical creatures there's also a really cool um Siamese cat in uh Neil Gaiman's Sandman comics um if anyone ever wants to check that out that's oh. a really cool Siamese cat um but yeah so I had I, I think I talked about it a little bit in the episode with Jackie Rose but I don't think I kept it all in because that interview was really long but I had a Siamese cat named Clem who I will get through this without crying I think um but he was just like my favorite cat I've ever had he was so cool he um a friend's dad found him like in the desert on a hike just a, a lone kitten um, I did not know that that's yeah. how you got Clem. Yeah. Oh my God. He was just found, just like literally stuck in a tree and he was a tiny just kitten. hanging out. Yeah. Um, and we also thought he was a girl. So his name was Clementine. Um, and then <laughs> slowly we were like, oh, wait a minute. Those aren't girl parts uh, because kittens are hard to tell <laughs> when they're really little and then they get bigger and you go, oh, that's a boy. Um, <laughs> so he was just shortened to Clem. Um but he was so cool. He he would go. Um, he unfortunately, like I think that someone took him. Like I don't I don't really know what happened. So it's always been like, when we're talking about grief, it's a really hard subject because I he was so cool. Mm. When I got him, he was indoor outdoor because in Tucson that's more normal. And I had you know a yard and it was fine. And we moved to L.A. He was still indoor outdoor. I couldn't get him to just be indoor. He just was so used to it. He would like tear down the curtains. He was he got crazy. So uh, we lived across the street from a park, and he would go and just like meet and greet everyone at the park he was like just would talk to everybody and like mm. we'd, I, we had my phone number on his collar and we'd get texts being like this cat's here is that okay and we're like yeah he's okay like he he knows his way around and i found out when he after he went missing like the whole neighborhood was trying to help because everybody knew him including um there was a school nearby and apparently he used to walk into classrooms so everybody at the school knew him and be like, Clem, no. you got to get out of the room. Like, he was such a little adventurer. He was so cool. That's so cute. Right? He was the best. Um, and classic Siamese, like, cross-eyed. He didn't have the kinked tail, but he was great, <laughs> and I miss him. But they're also, I think when people have them, like, the breed is so cool. They're really, like, unique. And I think every Siamese cat owner is like, yeah, there, there's something about them, right? And you're like, Yeah. Um, cause he was also just like, you know, one to lay on your head, the cuddliest, like he was so loyal. He, he came when you called, you called him. He was really smart. He played fetch. Um, so here's some info about Siamese cats in honor of Clem's birthday and National Siamese Cat Day. Uh, so they are one of several varieties of cat native to Thailand, uh, formerly known as Siam, which is where they get their name. And the... Original Siamese became one of the most popular breeds in Europe and North America in the 19th century. They are known for their, like, triangular head shape, their large ears. Sometimes they have that elongated slender head where they look kind of mysterious looking Siamese cats. And then there's also the kind of more modern type, which is like the rounder ones, which is what Clem was. Um, And they have since there are now different types of Siamese. There's like lavender point and seal point. And that just refers to the different colors of the tips because they're known for having those like dark ears and dark tails so they're all they looked like they were dipped so historically a description and a depiction like a little picture meaning uh of the siamese cat uh in thailand was also called the Wichenmat, um and it first appears in a collection of ancient manuscripts called the tamra 
meow, I think, which I think it's very funny that that word sounds like meow. (laughs) Um, And it's like translated means the cat book poems. And I was looking up that and it's just like this old kind of like breed information and little poems about all these different cats in Thailand at the time. It's like it started somewhere between 1351 and 1767 A.D. And now there are copies of that, I think, in um, a few museums in the British Library. Which is, I would, I would love to look at that someday because I'm sure there. So wait, there's, it's in the British Library, did you say? Yeah, there's, I think there are pieces of I'm it. I'm going to have to go and Yeah, look. you should go find it because, <laughs> yeah, it, it reminds me of like T.S. Eliot's uh, cat book, but the old version of it, basically. Um, mm. So yeah, so these cats have been around for a long, long time, which I think is cool. Um, and because of that, there's a lot of really cool lore with them and like old stories the like most basic one is that they would they were guards they were Siamese guards they would guard temples and things like that um because while they were just a cat like they they're very loyal and they would attack anyone that came by and it's just funny to picture a little cat as a as a guard as a guard um, yeah <laughs> so cute so they were uh the Siamese kings um believed that some of them anyway upon their death their souls would enter the bodies of the cats so oh my God. what they would do was when a, <laughs> when a royal member uh, died, one of the Siamese cats of the family was chosen and these cats were placed inside the tomb and they, there was a way out. Don't worry. They didn't they didn't close them in there. But basically it was like it's, it's kind of dark, but it was believed that if the cat, the cat would receive the soul of the deceased and give it a home. And then if the cat managed to escape the tomb, it was then considered a sign that um the soul has been able to move on to the afterlife. Wow. Um, but also quite dark. Quite dark, but like a cool, yeah. <laughs> like I just love how much that they were like, these are for sure magic. I don't know. Yeah. You that know? Does, that's the, that is a prevailing thing, I think, with Siamese cats. People like, that's not about cats. They're not from this dimension. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know? And apparently in Thailand, Siamese cats are called that, that Wichinmat. Um, it translates to moon diamond. Isn't that cool? <laughs> That's so cool. I don't know if that like if it's that a reference so to cool. eyes or or what, but um so that was one of them. But my favorite, there's all these stories about how Siamese got their unique looks. And so they, they're known for having their crossed eyes and they're like they have a kink in their tail. Um mm. and there's this old myth where there there were two Siamese cats, one male and one female. Um I think the male was called Tian and the female was Chula. Um, and they were left to guard a golden, a golden cup once used by Buddha and they're there and the male Siamese cat gets bored or in another version I saw, he wants to go and get the monk that was supposed to help them guard it. But anyway, he leaves. And so the female Siamese is the only one on duty and she is, uh, becomes like overwhelmed with her responsibility of guarding the golden cup and paranoid. So she wraps her tail around it. And, tra- and transfix her eyes on it to ensure the, that it was protected. And she stayed like that for so long that her eyes stayed cross-eyed and the, the tail got a kink. Um, oh, my God. And, like, <laughs> supposedly she waited like that forever, basically. Um, and, like, forever guarded the cup. Gave birth to kittens, I'm sure. And that's how they got their kink. Um, and then, I like, that's, that's my favorite one. very loyal and diligent. Yeah, well. yeah. That's my favorite one. There's also one that says they got the kink in their tail because a princess liked to bathe in a river um but she would take off her rings and put them on the cat's tail 
and it got kinked with the weight of her little rings on its tail. <laughs> um, and those were my favorite. I think those were those were the main ones. But I just really, I really love the one love about those. guarding the cups. I love those. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, they're cool. They're cool cats. If anyone has a uh, a Siamese, I would uh, I'd push your ready pet go up to the front. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard guys. it first. I'll, I'll boost it up. Um, Wait, yeah, we I have love some, them. Some Siamese bias happening. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah, that's my little uh, mini Siamese history lore report. That was excellent. Thank you. Love that. Would you ever get a Siamese again? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, like I've looked and I... I okay. <laughs> you know, my only thing is I wouldn't want it to look too much like Clem because that would make me... Yeah. I don't want to do that replacement thing, but they are just so such cool breeds of cats and yeah, definitely. Yeah. I wonder what they're like for allergies. Mm. Apparently they're pretty good. Really? So Yeah, because they, they don't shed much and they produce... They don't produce as much of the... The allergen, the right. fail one allergen. Yeah. For some reason. Because, yeah, I I mean, we've now made resigned ourselves to the fact that we're just going to be those people that get loads of cats. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think that's just our future. Um, so I would add a, a, a Siamese to our... Oh, yeah. What do you call a group of cats? A prime? <sighs> it's definitely a, a lion, but... A clouder. A clouder of cats? A clouder of cats. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. A cloud? Are you serious? I wonder why. It's very cute. Mm-hmm. Cloud of cats. Cloud of cats. Perfect. Perfect. So we'll work on that. We'll 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 get our clouders growing. Yeah. Expand your cloud, everybody. Expand your clouder. With Max Fun Drive in the books, we'd like to welcome our new members and say thanks to everyone who's supported us over the years. Welcome. Thanks. And now, on to the sticker sale. A lot of this year's drive gifts and live streams focused on food. We love how food can bring communities together, but not everyone has access to the food they need. So we'll split the proceeds from our sticker sale among five U.S. food banks in areas disproportionately affected by poverty. The sale ends Friday, April 14th. Members at the $10 monthly level and above can purchase any stickers they'd like. There's also a special Max Fun sticker featuring Nazi the Squirrel that all members can purchase. For more info, head to MaximumFun.org slash sticker sale. And thanks again for your support. A man was walking along a beach which represented his life. At his feet were two sets of footprints, his and God's. But looking back down the beach, the man could see that in the hardest parts of his life, there was only one set of footprints. So the man said to God, Why is there only one set of footprints when times were hard? Where were you? And God replied, My precious child, I was in my car, listening to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is a multi-award winning comedy podcast and you can find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. So we have a Ready Pet Go from Lena. Mm -hmm. That is a pronunciation I've instinctively gone with because Norway is referenced in this Ready Pet Go. But Lena, I I apologise if I've got that wrong. Yeah. So... Should I say it? Yeah. I'm going to say it. Yeah. Ready? Pet? 
go. <laughs> Hi, and thank you so much for making my new favorite podcast. You're very welcome. <laughs> my Ready Pet Go is about our two dogs. For our first adult dog, we were allowed a small one at our rental. So we went for the big dog in a small body and got a Dachshund. And Lena has very helpfully said Dachshund phonetically. So D-A-X hyphen E-N, not Dachshund. And me and Alexis did have some debate over this pronunciation, but we're, we're going to take your lead there, yeah. Lena. His name is Boulder after the Norse god for beauty, poetry and happiness. Boulder's favourite things are finding treats we've hidden around the house, snuggles and barking at everything for existing. For our second guy, we wanted another dog that knows what he wants and looked at Shiba Inus who don't bark. Instead, they make all those sci-fi screamy sounds huskies make. His name is Belmont after the Castlevania character. Excellent. Belmont's favourite things are staring at people walking on the street outside, shredding cardboard and taking the bus. One of the best things about owning a dog is the comments from strangers on walks. Dachshunds as a breed have two pet names here in Norway. One is Sausage Dog and the other is Oven Tube. It's from a favourite famous children's book here. (laughs) It's fun getting either of those on walks, usually shouted by excited kids. Mummy, it's a sausage dog. Belmont usually gets comments like, is that a fox? And once a group of dudes passed by and shouted, Shiba Inu at him slash us in an excited lads, lads, lads way. <laughs> Mandatory pictures. Love, Lena. Thank you so much, Lena. We really appreciate <laughs> That's great. both the Ready Pet Go and the pictures. <laughs> we will put the pictures on our Instagram because they are yeah. perfection, like chef kiss, like incredible. Yeah. Um, I think I owe some other photos from my last Ready Pet Go. Also, I'll put those up. I got the yeah, we'll do a ready pet kinda, go dump yeah, for everybody who's... Yeah. Um, but yeah, great ready pet go, great pops. Yes. Oven tube. Oven tube. Oven tube. Incredible. What I have... I, we got to look up the uh, children's book that that's about because... Yeah, for sure. Oven tube. Oven tube. I'm obsessed. And and it makes total sense. Like you look at them and you're like, yeah, cool, yeah. oven oven tube. Makes, I don't, yeah, yeah I fits. don't question it at all. Even though I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm like, I don't know what an oven tube would look like, but I instinctively feel that it would be a dachshund. Absolutely, you know? like that. It makes sense. Yeah. To me. We also, Ella and I were talking when we said we had some debate about how to say dachshund. Mostly, it's I don't say it because I don't know mm. how, and because everyone mm. says it differently. That I usually just call them sausage dogs or wiener dogs because I go, yeah. eh, I don't know. Totally. Like, so, I, I, I agree. I don't, I'm like Dachshund, Dachshund, Dachshound, Dachshound. Dachshund. And then I just go, oh, it's a sausage. Yes, it's a sausage. <laughs> like that. Exactly. <laughs> Which I think is true. With their, that level of excitement. Their true name is is that, you know? Like, yeah. you have your given name and well, the true name, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, their, their true name is Oven Tube. Oven Tube. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> Honestly, now, yeah, it's actually relieving to have a new thing to call them. For sure. I really want that to catch on in England. Like, I really want everyone to call them oven tubes. I think that's perfection. <laughs> thank you so much, Lena, for introducing us to that. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, if you have a Ready Pet Go, of course, you can email to us um, at comfortcreatures at maximumfun.org. Um, you can write them out and we'll read them. Or you can uh, voice memo yourself reading and telling us all about your dog slash cat slash pet slash whatever. I want any animal you feel like talking about, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, check us out on 
Instagram. Yeah. We're Comfort Creatures Podcast. Yeah. Over there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're also on Twitter and TikTok as Comfort Creatures Pod. Yeah. I think Sea Creatures Pod. Pod. Yeah. You know, if you type in Comfort Creatures, Pod. we come up. We'll come up if yeah. you yeah, if you type it in. Uh uh like, review, subscribe, yes. all of that stuff. For those of you that became members in Max Fun Drive, again, we're really, really grateful. Yeah. Please get in touch if you have movie suggestions. Mm-hmm. Uh we're gonna come up with a short list, but if you want to suggest a film to go on that short list, we would appreciate that. And then we'll probably throw it open to a poll on our social media. Yeah. Uh so head over to there to vote. Mm-hmm. And then we yeah, will be doing a, a movie watch along. Um, and when we get around to doing our drunken book rant, if there are any books that you want to hear our hot spicy mm, yes. takes on, yeah. suggest those too. We have opinions. Yes. And they will be strong if we've been <laughs> drinking. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, yeah. Thank you again. Because really grateful to have so many cool listeners. And I really, oh, uh, join us on Discord. It's been really fun lately. Um, yes. Discord has been, has been popping off and it's been really excellent. Yes. So please join us. I've learned there. a lot of interesting things about about wasps yeah so yeah. there's some corrections they were like hey wasps are good for nature and i was like fine you're right yeah so i've ended the war on wasps thanks to discord yeah i mean is i i i i stand corrected but you know i i'm gonna have to just work to overturn that prejudice it's yes. like with, it's like with pigeons yeah like yeah. when we went on let's let's learn everything <laughs> and we were corrected about pigeons and i know that they're right but I just, I have to work on that, you know? It's, yeah. it's really difficult. It's really ingrained in me. <laughs> it's deep. But if there's anything that you think we need educating about, mm. Discord is a place to do it. We're very receptive. <laughs> very receptive. <laughs> yeah. If, if I receptive, I mean, fine, I won't go to war. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. I won't, like, summon my army of, of honeybees and set them on the wasps. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah okay well uh, we'll we'll see see you guys next week yes i've been alexis b preston i've been ella mcleod Fun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.